Disclaimer, we will share laughs, controversial topics, overall a good vibe, but please keep in mind all thoughts, beliefs, and reflections expressed here by us or our guests are of our own and not a reflection of any institution, groups, or organizations we may be affiliated with. Thank you. Welcome back to episode two of Winging It, the podcast. If this is your first time here, we welcome you. I am your co-host, Cynthia, and this is... Ray. What up? (laughs) (laughs) And we're back at it again with another couch talk, couch and conversation. (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to do here. (laughs) (laughs) You're winging it. I'm winging it, literally. (laughs) So we just want to take a moment to thank everyone for tuning in to episode one, our first ever yeah. podcast episode true, true. the feedback has been overwhelming we really appreciate everyone who's taken the time to write to us and tell us their thoughts and feelings on the podcast or the constructive criticism it's only really going to help us grow as podcasters and yeah honestly we want to hear from you so like don't be afraid to shout out or comment on whatever streaming app you're using this is only going to help us grow from here Facts, facts. Sin has it on her Instagram, so you could definitely DM her and tell her our shit is popping. Nah. <laughs> Literally. And by constructive feedback, we only mean positive comments only. <laughs> only good vibes. <laughs> um, but no, no, seriously. Um, anything you want to say? Uh, I love to engage in dialogue with folks, so it was really fun to just promote it and then have people dm me or text us and just share their comp their feedback like it was just so so much love true 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 also i know this week a lot of people are celebrating holidays so i hope everyone's having a great holiday you know sharing time with your loved ones is is always a great feeling so uh yeah happy holidays to everybody yeah and i want to recognize that the holidays are also a hard time for folks who might not be near their loved ones or have lost loved ones. Our hearts and our thoughts are out with you all. True, 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 true. So shall we jump into checking in? How we doing? How's your holidays going? How you doing overall? It's been good. It's been good. Some time off work, so that's always great. And you know, just spending time with family, which is you know, like you said, some you got to be grateful for it. So I just been enjoying a lot of. Uh, family time and not working <laughs> that's always it's always a good time when you could <laughs> wake up whenever you want to wake up <laughs> and the man is not on top of you <laughs> that's the man <laughs> when, whenever you don't gotta wake up a la quitanta la mañana to get out of bed to earn that hard dollar so it's a good time Bro, to give it back to the bills. Yo, not only to give it back to the bills, yo, these taxes don't even get me bro, started, yo. I'd be stressed. I'd be ready to, I mean. Yeah. So, But yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm on vacation. Of course you are. <laughs> if you like being in book clubs don't be in a book club with cynthia 
because you're supposed to read till chapter 15, right? And Shorty finishes the book. So I just want to put that out there that when I finish this episode, I'll be going to read a book that we're both reading. It's called Queenie. Recommend it to everybody. Yes. But sit there and finish it. So don't talk to her about it. I didn't think he was really going to throw it on the podcast. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. To my defense, what had happened was I am on vacation. I have, I mean, I have things to do, but I really don't have Obviously things not. to do. Clearly, I don't. <laughs> and I was already falling behind, actually, because we were supposed to meet up and we couldn't meet up to talk about the book. So we had agreed there's 30 chapters in the book. So, yeah, point of the case is I'm on vacation, got nothing to do. The book got crazy. If you've ever read Queenie, you know, like around chapter 15 to like 18, it really just turns up. And I then don't. after that, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> Ray doesn't know. But to my defense, like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, was that on the group chat, Raymond had asked, could I keep reading to chapter 20? Because I got to know what's going on with my girl Queenie. And I said, might as well let's finish the book. Because if not, we're going to go into February mm-hmm. still reading this book. Nobody on the group chat answered. True, true. To so, your defense. To your my defense. defense. By that time, I didn't realize that I was already on chapter 21, 22. <laughs> Queenie, definitely read it. Everybody. By Candace Cardi Williams. Yeah. Check it out. She is a London-based artist. So, today's episode, we have had a lot of conversations about growing up with different hairstyles and trying to do different hairstyles and where does that come from and what, you know, struggles that me as a Dominican man with very coarse hair have gone through. And I think a lot of people may relate to this and we just wanted to speak on it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is a conversation that I've had constantly with a lot of folks whether it's family members friends or just ray (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely yeah as a black dominican caribeña um i have 4c so if if you don't know the different hair textures i can't really explain them because i don't know them all um but i can speak to my hair texture which is like tighter um curls and my hair is you know it's a little more coarse um, and then growing up with a mom who has a completely different hair texture, mm. who also has curls, but they're a lot looser and it's just different management. Cause like we grew up with the whole idea of pelo bueno, pelo malo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So quote actually low key racist, but I mean, high key racist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, just, let's just name it what it is. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're not going to get too much into the history, but we know that the conquistadores yes um came in with a you know with a hair and they blood <laughs> yeah and you know here we are fast forward um so yeah growing up i always got perms i think i got my first perm when i was like 10 damn yeah pretty young i re- i will never forget it actually because i was isn't that to- shit crazy hot on your scalp at 10 yes damn. oh you you know That's the it pl- pain that is inflicted at such an early age when it comes with hair? Because mm-hmm. first, if we really want to get into it, I used to get hot my hair straight in, with a hot comb. Mm-mm. At, yo, those listeners 
who've ever experienced a hot comb, you know what I'm talking about. When that joint sizzles near your ear, and then by <laughs> accident like, they get the top of your ear. Oh my God, it's yo. It's like bacon coming off your head. Yo. Como que no te están friendo el caco, nah. Listen, yo, if we really want to, yeah. So let me go back to my early days uh-huh. when I used to get the hot comb. And, you know, nowadays you actually have products for your hair. Before, you didn't have that. It was like you used whatever shampoo mm-hmm. to make sure your you stuff was that suave. Good. No, <laughs> not the suave. You, From that, the 99 cent store. What was that V5? Uh, V50? Yo, five, whatever I, I it's called. What it but was. that shampoo, terrible. Clearly not for, like, my hair texture. 100%. And then, you know, granted, yeah, as I, like, you start getting older, you got your silicone and your different hair products. But by the time I started hitting that stage, from what I could recall, I was already getting my hair permed. So mm. it was when I was 10. I remember I was going to uh, one of my neighbors who's 16. And I told my mom, yo no quiero ir como María Monito. Because that was a nickname that they had for you. Or at least for me. Or a lot of girls got that. Like when you had all the bobos in your hair. Mm. With the braids and the like little ganchitos, the little hair clips. Um, and I was like, yo, this is like a big girl party. Um, like I'm wearing you a nice dress. Like I wanted to show okay. out. I wanted my hair straight. Or at least back in the day, it was like that blue water to get your curls nice and tight. Mm. Um the salon curls, if you know, you know. So, yeah, I just remember telling my mom, like, I don't want to go with my hair in this style because all I saw was, like, girls getting their hair blow-dried or getting the curls or getting this, and, like, I'm here always rocking the same mm-hmm. hairstyle. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of little moñitos with braids or, like, at the time, box braids, but not, like, with hair extension. It was just, like, literally your hair length. Yeah. Um, And then with, like, the little beads, which I loved because I felt like I had long hair at the time. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, so I was at the salon. I remember getting my first burn mark on my scalp. <laughs> then being told, don't pick at it. Or, um, no te lo arraque, but yeah. that joint was, like, killing that shit you. itch like a like mug. itch, O-D, and... Fast forward to, what, 28 years later? 27? Yeah, 28 years later. I stopped. No, actually, I'm doing the math incorrectly, but whatever. Yeah, long 20, time ago. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> 20 plus years later, I decided to go completely natural. Nice. And that's been a journey, to say the least. Yeah. But I think we could get more into, like, your experience as a Miami. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was very confusing growing up. Because I grew up with my dad being pelo bueno. And my mom, like, literally, I would tell her she had bad hair. Because that's what that's what people would tell me. And then my sister would be like, oh, I got that hair from daddy. And then it would be like, oh, I got hair from my mom. Because my mom's hair is very coarse. Mm-hmm. And just like my hair is very coarse, very, um, uh, it doesn't, like, retain water as much, like, it's coarse, very coarse. Mm-hmm. So that always, that kind of drove me to my knowledge of hair. It was like you either have straight good hair or you have coarse, short, bad hair. Mm-hmm. And growing up with that, it made me very reluctant to ever have my hair out. Like there was no, like, there was no reason to have my hair out because why you. Why are you letting bad hair out? 
Oh, like literally, like, <laughs> like yo, you you getting a little growth? Yeah, like what you doing? Yeah, like go get a uh, haircut. Yeah, it was like my mom would make sure I had a haircut. We could be, yo, we could fresh cut. Fresh cut. We could be starving, but Raymond gotta get a haircut. And, <laughs> and it was like, and it was like, damn, like was like why I can't grow out my hair. Mm-hmm. And it was so like I got older that it was like there's no such thing as good or bad hair. It's just hair type. Let me ask you this: What's your brother's hair like? Because I've actually never really paid attention to. He has a good mix. Mm, so he's in between. Like he's a he's a mix between my mom and my dad. Um, oh wow! So y'all really on the spectrum because yeah. you have your sister who has your dad's strong, hair. long, straight, freaking. Well, now her hair is more curly. Yeah, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's never like throughout my whole years it was long, black, straight, um, and and yeah, and it was always me being called Brillo Pad. Not the Brillo <laughs> Not the pad. Brillo pad. The joint that you use to, to scrub, scrub your pots yeah, when the they br- burn. Yep, yep. Damn, yo, people are really hard. Yeah, but like, it's not people, it's your family. <laughs> that, it I'm comes, really laughing at that. I mean, that's where we, like, let's let's all it's be a, real here. It's a defense mechanism, Yeah, it comes, it comes from the family. Mm-hmm. And I definitely do think it's a defense mechanism because as I've gotten older, and I've I gotten extensions and like put braids in like for the first time. What like? The, yeah, no, no, because I remember when you got your braids. It you was, got the extensions. It like, was crazy. It was, bro. It was Black Hawk Day, like for my family. It was just like, oh my god, like what are you doing? And 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 that's how. Oh my god, that's how I know this comes like hair. Is is an extension of race because my f- like Dominican a lot of Dominicans mm-hmm. can be racist and, and there's a lot of history between Haiti and and DR, DR yeah um but and I, I just want to quickly interject we're only speaking about Dominican Republic because that is our culture yes and like granted we grew up here in the states but like that is what we grew up in our household, like, obviously this exists in, like, many different cultures. Yes. And also, I'm talking about my family. I don't know <laughs> about your family. I don't know if they're racist or not. But there's some people in my family that could be a little racist and be like, wow, you looking real, like, that hair looking crazy because blah, 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 blah. And you know what I'm talking about. Um, you can fill in the blank. You can fill in the blank. And as I've gotten older, I've been learning that it's not just a hair thing. It's a, I don't want you to look like this or represent a different kind of ethnicity by wearing your hair like that. And being able to wear your hair however you want is so free. Like right now I have a little fro and I would say 10, maybe even when I left college, 10, 12 years ago, even during college, like my hair would never be this length. Never because Mm -hmm. it was always get your hair cut, fade. Don't let that shit grow, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how you look good. Yeah. And I will say that on the flip side, after I got my hair permed, and I would say, like, more, like, throughout middle school, yeah, I would definitely be one of those girls who was faithfully in the Dominican salon. Mm Mm-hmm. 
on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, the secadora got you hostage. Yo, Put your hands up. You stay here for four hours. You're going nowhere. No, no, mi amor, todavía te falta. First of all, yo tengo, tenía tres flecos de pelo. I barely had any hair. Because if you know how damaging relaxation burns That shit was dry your thoughts. Yo, Ray, it came with the funny <laughs> uh, you had nothing else to drive, but that shit was dry your thoughts. <laughs> Yo, I would literally feel like my hair coming out, and they'd be like, No, todavía está húmedo. What you mean? Que todavía está húmedo. No, la punta, la punta. And that joint would be like a hundred degrees in there. Oh my God. And then you would be there for hours because you would show up at the crack of dawn, make a oh. line. And there was still so people that you <laughs> literally, I would go put in a full shift. Nah, no, not today. Yo, uh-uh. Bro, that shit was a part-time yo, job. Yo, and then bro. the heat after heat, because then después que tú estabas en la secadora aguantando todo ese calor, después venían con a pasarte ese blowing. Mm. And luckily, I had a good stylist, and it's not to, like, come at any stylist who, like, uses a plancha, but, like, she would just do, you know, the blower, and then I was done. Pero cuando I, when she was on vacation, I had to use somebody else. And they'd be like, no, espérate, déjame pasarte un chin de tenaza. Oof. Mm-mm. It was like PTSD of the hot, cold days. <laughs> like, no, get that joint away from my scalp. Nah, it was, it was just too much with, like, how much time and dedication. But even, like, being natural, there's still so much time and dedication. But oh, there's, my. There's, like, a level of pride that comes yeah. with it. That is like, yo, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. But before it was like, I would not be caught dead. Like, oh, I would literally not go out to like parties because it was so ingrained in us that if you didn't have. No salga así. No salga así. No salga así. No, no, ese pajón. Y ese pajón. the worst, bro. Tú pareces como un loco. Bro, how having your hair out? Tú pareces como un loco. I'm like, bro. Does that even make sense? And it doesn't... Some, you could have it nicely picked with a shape of... Nah. No. Quítate yes, eso. Yes, it's a home. Ay, pero tú no te peinaste hoy. Yo. Oh, and then the other thing is that our hair, because it doesn't really retain that much water, it be looking ashy. It does. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but it be looking like it's la- lacking a little something, or at least back in that time. So then, like you, unless you had the right product, then you know. But that's that true. was another thing with guys, especially, like I would speak quickly to the guy perspective, having two older brothers who, you know, sometimes get their fro done. It's like you need to have it properly greased or else your joint looked, it wasn't bussing. And then you would get made fun of that that's for not having your hair properly, like, no, that's a fact. tended to. So it was like, oh, mira, que está cenizo, y ese caco así, no, 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 no salga así, toma, vete a pelar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. I used to get a haircut probably twice a week. Twice a week? No, no, no. Oh. Every, like, every two weeks. I was like, well, say, how quick your joint grows? <laughs> My head does grow pretty quick. But every two weeks. Yeah. It was like, it, it, they didn't let. That chia pet was not gonna come out, bro. They were like, nah, <laughs> cut that, cut that. And he, yo, you could ask my brothers. It was no like no length. Mm-hmm. They used to give the boy a one and a zero, <laughs> like looking like you know, you know, looking like you know the Kim Possible, right? <laughs> no, not Rufus. Rufus, bro, like straight, straight one. Like I, I think one time they gave me a half on top. 
<laughs> I was like, nah, bro, y'all really wildin', bro. Looking like you just crossed bro, the military. Oh, my God. <laughs> it used to be the worst. Nothing worse than the cold days, too. Got no hair top, bro. You could just oh, feel that way. Oh, my wind. God. But, but, yeah, I think as I've gotten older. Oh, hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you. But you know what just came to my what? head? Remember when you used to wear fitteds, and then if you would let your hair grow too much, your fitted wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit. So then it's like, damn, now nah, I really gotta get a but, haircut. But that's why I love snapbacks. <laughs> yes. Adjustable, adjustable, shit. Because you used to buy a, your exact size, mm-hmm. so you have to get a cut. If like you a got seven and three, four, yeah. If you got seven and eight, you gotta cut your hair, bro. You can't. You know to rock. You know to rock your hat. Hats used to be expensive too. Yo, they were like, what, be like 20, 20 cash. That's the haircut. <laughs> Plus the haircut. Yo, it was I didn't think I thought being a woman was expensive, but y'all go through your things. Hey, y'all went through your things. A couple, I mean, yo, you walk into a barbershop right now, you paying at least 30. No way. That yep. used to be like ten dollars, five dollars nah, for a shape up. Nah, you ain't getting that no more. <laughs> you not five dollars for a shape up where? <laughs> hey, my but, fucking, but wasn't that the price it used to be? Day? Unless you get your haircut at Costco. <laughs> You not, you not getting, you ain't getting that fresh cuts. <laughs> nah, boy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Nah. I mean, yeah. I haven't been. I mean, I went to get my hair straightened, a silk press for the first time, and that. I mean, for the you pay for the service because it's like you know an actual specialist. Yeah. Who knows about your hair texture and no te lo va Um, but I remember. Going to the salon and it was like you know, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, and you gotta tip everybody, right? Because if you got somebody who washed your hair, mm-hmm. you tip them. Like they solo rollo, you tip her, mm-hmm. and then your actual lady who actually blows it out. So it would rack up. And then when I was still getting perms, that was like what forty, fifty dollars. Yes, okay, se te cobraban más if you didn't bring your own relaxer. So then you go to the beauty supplier, relaxes like seven to ten dollars, depending on which one you get. So wasn't you yeah, paying like a hundred dollars a pop? I mean, I've heard stories of girls when you oh, gotta get your but, hair. So you see, hundred dollars a pop. I never paid that much because my hair never grew past my neck. Oh. My sh- <laughs> that was the one thing. Yo, after going natural, I was like, wow, my hair actually grows. <laughs> When I was getting perms, like relaxers. Oh, the like, heat, because the heat the, would fuck up your hair, right? The heat damage, the chemical damage, like, it just didn't allow for it to really flourish. So, like, again, I had trefleco, so I barely had any, like, like volume, I guess mm. is the word. Um, And then I had no length. So, I never paid that much because my hair was short. But if you had your, like, you had saloneras, like, hairdressers who would charge you depending on your hair length. Damn. And some of them even charge you based on the thickness of your hair. That's because, and that crazy. means that's more work for them to put in. Oh, that makes in. sense, yeah. Um, which I feel like even, like, some salons still, like, natural salons still carry that model. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I just felt like there was so much that came into hair, and I felt like I kind of took you off your path when I kind when I cut you off with the little hat comment. But it just came to me of todo lo que uno pasaba, everything you went through in terms to just, like, uphold these values of, like, what is socially acceptable. Mm. Of, like, oh, oh yeah. you got to have your hair straight. And so, I remember even... When I started my new, well, it's not new anymore. I've been there for some time. But I started my job. I was like 
on the fence about going yeah. natural because up until what last year maybe 2020 there was a law that was passed like you can't discriminate on people's hair yeah, i don't even remember i have but, to look up the facts on that on that law but yeah, it was the, like um, clown. yeah yeah so then thinking about that so not only are you getting these messages at home but literally there are laws that yeah. you're allowed to be discriminated against because of your hair so, claro que tú ibas a ir para eh, pa the barbershop a cada rato. You're going to go to yeah. the barbershop. I'm going to go to the salon to keep this hair pinned straight because now I don't want to lose my job. Yeah. Not but that also, I work in an institution that that would happen. But, yeah. No, but I, th I think the, the contract is like for people not to discriminate mm -hmm. um, because of your hair. But I think it's just experiences. I feel that I get treated differently when my hair is cut. Because I, I mean, for those that know me, sometimes I'll say I'm going to grow my hair and then the next day you see my shit cut. Because sometimes... You also I, don't want to put in the work. So Yeah, but I... Hey, damn. <laughs> oh, God damn. Don't, don't be out there. This was a book comment I see. God damn. Literally. Got him but, uh, but no, that is a good point. I, when I started doing, like not cutting my hair as much, I used to struggle a lot because keeping it actually you know nice and tidy and having the curls it's it's, it's just work. a part-time job and you can't just you can't just wake up from the bed and bounce i love how everything is equivalent to a job i mean it's work <laughs> it's work it's a part-time job it's yes. a part-time job it's a lot of part-time jobs it's a lot of part-time so, jobs we have um but yeah i think when if i have a fade a low fade i feel like i get treated differently when i have my hair out like feel? I feel it at the like in the train station. Like if I'm in the train and the train is packed, like older Caucasian, some most of the time. Oh, we going there. Um, like they clutch their purses around me. Mm. Like it happens a lot. No, it in is. the trains and so elevators, and when I have uh, like when I'm clean shaven and my hair is low. It's a, it's just a different experience. Cause you're not threatened. Yeah. You don't look like a threat. Uh, yeah. Cause besides the fact that like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna add the race to it part, right? You got a little, you got a little melanin in uh, you. Just a little bit. You got some melanin. You're a little caramel yeah. brother. But if we're also thinking about like folks who don't have resources, who are like homeless, they usually have their hair grown out. Uh, right. Uncapped. And it goes back to comments from your family. So like when it's time for those new jobs and the other day I was talking to my cousin. His hair was beautiful. All out. He probably had the big, he, you know, his fro, if y'all know, if, depending on your age, I don't know if y'all remember this, but when Luda had the crazy fro, Ludacris, oh, his, yeah, like Get his hair was like way. that. Mm -hmm. And the other day I saw him, he had it like, you know, he cut it down. Regular shape up, and then I was like, "Why you cut it?" He was like, "Oh, I had a presentation at work." Wow. That broke my heart because it's like, it's his job probably didn't tell him to cut his hair, but like nobody probably told. But like mm -hmm. the things that we have in our head, not just because our family comments, but just because maybe the experiences that he went through or that we go through that are you know. That subconsciously mm -hmm. happened to us, trigger that, you know, that's 
that decision for him. But it broke my heart because I deal with that sometimes too. Yeah. Sometimes I say fuck it. Sometimes I, I do it myself. I'm like, oh, new job. I want to kind of like show up in my Sunday's best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clean shaven. Clean nice shaven. Cut, nice cut. Outfit. This mm-hmm. like, remember me this way. <laughs> so that's when you yeah, see the I, real Yeah, I am going to, I'm going to let my hair, like eventually my hair will come out. And oh, I'll probably have braids. Oh, I'll have like mm-hmm. twisties or something. Uh, but it's kind of like that first impression. We have to bring, like, we got to cut it down. Mm-hmm. And we got to tame ourselves. We got to tame ourselves. And you were a little too loud right yeah, now. Yeah, and the hair, like, hair is such a big thing for us. And it's definitely because of the way that we were raised and a lot of, and a lot of things that happen with hair. With hair. And I will even, like, before going on break, I did this um, training, and one of the questions were, like, what are you most proud of? And people are saying, like, oh, like, I'm proud of this, I'm proud of that. And I was like, I'm proud of my hair. It's part of my identity. It's like when my Afro, when she's Afroing, when she's out, it, it's like a boost of confidence that, like, I felt before, but there's something different because when i would have my hair straight and it's like oh yeah because now i'm part of the pelo bueno crew but now it's like mm. nah it's not pelo bueno right now is el pelo es mio yeah this is me and this is an extension of my identity this is a part of me that i've you know suppressed for so many years like not to get like oh you know deep but it's a nah, reality it's true though it's like, true there is something that like yo i can walk into this space and like Yes, I am still professional. Yes. Yes, I am still, you know, I don't even know. Like, I am everything, and my hair does not define me, but it is something that brings me great pride and joy, Mm -hmm. and it is an extension of my identity. And for so, like I said, for so many years, it was hard for me. Even when I transitioned, it was hard for me because it was so many years of unlearning and undoing Mm -hmm. of what I felt like was professional. Like, even... Like, yeah, I've been natural now. Like, this is, what, year three, year four of, like, actually having my afro. No, I lied. This is year three. No, I did it in 2020. We're about to hit 2023. Mm, well, so, maybe, yeah, depending yeah, so, on the month. Depending, yeah, depending on the, the month. month. Depending on the month. Depending it's been some time. It's been some time. Yeah. But I did stop perming my hair since 2017. Mm. But I was still using heat. Yeah. Yo, the, I just sound like I don't know how to do math. So, <laughs> like, just listening back to it or thinking back at what I said, it sounds like I don't know how to do math. I swear That's, I do. You know what it is? is that <laughs> two times two is, is four. that you have such a good time during those years that they just all come with... Yeah, yeah they all come that, together. That, 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 they, that, all, they all, But what I was going with that is being X amount of years since 2020, um, being natural, I still do have moments where I struggle yeah. with... Like, oh, I got invited to a wedding. How am I going to do my hair? Mm. Because can I wear my afro? Um, is that going to look, like, professional enough? So I feel like in, t- in terms of, like, school, because school-wise, work-wise, yeah. I feel like mm, I got it. But now there's this other side of me that I am still unlearning because anytime I went to a party, I went to the salon to have my hair yeah. straightened or to have it in a way presentable. But the reality is, like, Depending on the weather, the fro don't work. Listen, <laughs> so I gotta put her in a protective style, the, which is a p- part-time job. That's a part-time job. The only time hair should matter is if you work in a restaurant. 
Like, I don't want nobody's hair in my food. I don't want nobody's hair on my food. And that's the only time it should be professional or not. But, but any I, other time... Mean, I think you should rephrase that. What do you mean? Professional or not, it just means whatever. It's like, I just don't want your hair in my food. Like, you can no. rock it however you want, but <laughs> yo no quiero tu, tu pelo en mi comida. No, 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 but you know what I mean when, like, restaurants, you need to put the hair thing. Oh, the, the, the lunch lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the, the only person. time it should matter in a job. But not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's whatever your hairstyle is, that shit is professional. Because yeah. my hair is not going to write you the evil. Like, my hairstyle, <laughs> right? Like, my hairstyle is not going to change the person that you hire. I just think it, it's just it's just insane. These past, tra not past traumas, but like these past comments. I mean, still, it's a form of trauma. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a form of trauma that are still kind of holding us back. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes people be like, "Oh, it's just hair." <laughs> when you walk into when you walk into Christmas dinner and you get inflamed for how your hair is, you ain't get to a body. Yeah, you get to a Caesar. Yeah, no, literally. Or you ain't have time to go to the salon. Yo, I remember like how stressed. Some of my oh cousins would my get, God. or how we would get, of just yeah. like, yo, we, I didn't get my hair done, so like this. So outfit, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. My, that, like literally, my, don't want to go. Now my outfit is yep. trash. Yeah, my hair is not done, and I could still like, I could still feel that way. Mm -hmm. Like hundred percent. But there's, it's just like that mentality that it was just like, no, you only had one way to style to your st hair, yep. and that was the only one way to to look nice. Because yep. one thing is like, yo, for my naturals people, you know, when you do a little twist. You know, or a two-strand twist to, like, let your hair out the next day and that joint did not dry properly. Like, you still feel like, yo, my hair looks trash. Like, But it's a different level. It's not because, oh, I'm not fitting into the societal mold. Right. That that's why it's not busting. Right. It's just not busting because our hair has a mind yeah, of its own. Yeah, it's just, it's, our hair sometimes wants to do whatever it wants to do. And as I've gotten older and financially... I can actually take care of my hair. That's another thing that sometimes people don't realize. And when I mean people, I mean um, family members, older, generation. older generations. It's like, yeah, I could definitely style my hair better. But if I had X amount of money to buy all the products, not only the products that I need, but the product that I need to test. Mm. Because one, one condition is going to work for me. And another conditioner is not. One oh. shampoo is going to work for me, but another shampoo is not. So when you're in a low-income tax bracket, who got time to try five different companies when you really just need your hair wash before you get to school? Or That's why I grew up on that BO5 and, and scrubbing my hair with bar soap. <laughs> like oh. not using actual hair products to take care of my hair and we all know companies are really honing in on natural hairstyles yeah you go to target and there is a aisle for us there and that is, is now that when i was growing up all you had was head and shoulders head and shoulders mint 
Oh, and it showed a green apple. That's all you had. Wait, there's a green apple. There's, like, there's a green something. I might be, I might be capping on the green apple. But actually, I, honestly, look that up. It might be green apple, people. Comment. Let me know if I'm bugging. But I think there's a green I apple. I think Ray was definitely bugging. I've never seen Yo, a green apple. You know what? Gonna... Maybe now. Because I will say Head & Shoulder has stepped up their game. And if I'm not mistaken, they did come out with something for... I don't know. Let me double check that. Let me not say that before. Okay. Suave. It's a suave green apple. <laughs> You're just confusing but, your But brother. I grew up on suave too. I'm just saying. There was, I grew up on there, all the suave. There was a so green awesome. apple. <laughs> Somebody had it. But yes, you're right. You have products like there's a whole, what is it called? Curly box subscription or curl box subscription. Mm-hmm. That literally, if you're able to afford it, they send you monthly Curator. products. Yeah, it's curated. curated products for your specific hair texture. Um, and that's not something that you would see even five, ten years ago. No. Like, I don't know how long this company's been out for, but I tried it for some time. And I got so many products. But even though it was curated for my hair texture. It might not work. It might not work. It really might not work. Um, So I got some amazing products that like yeah. I've gifted or I've given to my mom. Mm-hmm. And it's worked wonderful for her hair. And it's like, yo, not one curl strand is ever the same. Because sometimes you might have even different curl patterns yep. within your curly yes. hair. Yes. Um, so it's like really like understanding every yep. bit and piece of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a, like a, a nice little metaphor to like you. Like understanding all the parts of who you are mm. as a human being. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with your hair. Yeah. Um, understanding every um, curl, every, you know. Every pattern. Pattern. De todo un poco. And I feel like we're only going to see things progress as we're getting older, yeah. um, as this generation. Like, I think, like, you know, these Gen Zers, like, yo, they different. They don't give up. <laughs> yo, these they Gen don't Zers. Care, and I like, like that. Yeah, they're like, you're going to take me as I as am. As I am. And they out here, like, I just think about, like, the content that is being put out yes. um, for the promotion of curly hair, seeing, yes. like, the rise of so many natural hair salons. And, like, to say, like, you always had, like, your braiding shops exist, but, like, now you literally can go to a salon Pero and get you your could... hair washed for curly hair, like, and walk out with your hair. You could get a wash and go. Yeah. In, no. in the salons back in the day, it was only a washing set. Roller and blower. Mm-hmm. De NASA, go. Mm-hmm. Repeat. Yep. Yeah, and I think, like, what's really... What I'm really loving now is... We didn't get it, but... Older folks are being more understanding. I see it a little bit with my aunts and, you know, when younger, the younger generation comes in with, with braids and, um, a, a little afro or something. They're like, oh, bonito. Bonito. you so actually get compliments. I get compliments on my hair now. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, I do style it a little better and I actually take care of it now. Um, but why? Because there's education around There's education it. around you it. You got the internet. Yes, I do got the internet. I have a little more money to like actually put like some good product in it mm-hmm. and test it out. Um, and there's also a big thing that this ain't just for hair. I think this is in general a life lesson here. Community. Mm-hmm. Like there's life without community is very hard. Yeah. And that and when you're trying new things, the 
number one thing to have is community. Yeah. So when I when I was trying to grow my hair and nobody else around me is trying to grow their hair or nobody else has that struggle, it's very easy for me to fall back and just say, fuck it, I'm going to cut it. Yeah. Or oh, fuck it, I'm not going to style it because um, I don't have that sense of community of, or anybody telling me like, I did this. Yeah. So go ahead, do this, do, do this. that. Or, or pick even, it, or, do this. Yeah, or even if they're not telling you, yo, go ahead and do it, at least just ha- being able to see somebody go through that process. Yes. It's like, oh, that's, you're co-signing even without yes, saying without anything. Yes, without even saying anything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, like, um, seeing your first anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, wait, you're Dominican? Or like, I'm you Dominican and from the city? Oh, you from the city? Oh, and you're doing too. that? Oh, nah, I know I could do it. Yeah. You, you probably, probably can't do it. Or you don't know how to do it. But just because you saw that person, it gives you that extra boost. Yep. Um, that goes into the question I wanted to ask you. Like, who was the first person you saw, either your family or your friends, with, like, I don't know, a fro or braids, and you were like, nah, I need that. So, the first person was actually my cousin Jamie. So, shout outs to her, because uh, she was the first person in our family Two and her and I have similar hair texture. We both have four C hair. Um, why you do, when she says four C? Why do you begin, sound like a gang, bro? Well, see, gang, gang, gang. They already know, like, no, there's literally like a four C, like, like page, like, there's multiple pages. Oh, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you can figure out your hair texture. Like, we can chat offline, yeah. Um, so Jamie, Jamie was the first um person in our family, and just seeing her afro. I was so like I'm, she probably first time she walked in you probably she probably had a like you know that little halo yo, in her back like, you were probably like whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like starstruck like no but and like she's always like she knows how to carry herself super well like and, but I don't know like just seeing her with her hair like natural and she went like she actually like did the big big chop like she went really low like I waited for my hair to grow out a little bit so it's not that short yeah um. But yeah, she was the first person in my family. And then she always like encouraged me. Um, because I would be like, Oh, I gotta go get a deslizado. I'm tired. And she'd be like, Oh girl, I don't gotta worry about that. Like, mm. yeah, like she was just like, even her talking about it, she was like, Yeah, I just wash my hair, I do my little finger twist, and boom, I, I'm out the I'll... door. Um, I mean it's not as easy as it's right. Time. No, yeah, of course. But but think about but that that's a great point. Like, how much time you get back? Yeah. I mean, as your hair gets longer and of course, yeah, and then you you know you always do your deep. I guess I'm thinking for men. Yeah, for men. For men, but if I'm letting my hair go, first of all, I'm not saying no chair, and I'm not (laughs) I'm not waiting for my barber to eat lunch and then cut my hair or talk to like his whole family in DR. Go eat lunch, sit me in the chair. (laughs) Like my guy, please come in. Bro, I could have been done already. Then he gotta get the tunes right, bro. But at least they offer you. Beer sometimes, like, <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, now you got a wag barber because my saloneta will always have the beer on decky, <laughs> bro. He's like, Sit the day, and then the next 20 minutes, bro. He's like, Oh, let me eat lunch, bro. Uh-huh. Now, why what? you sat me on the chair? Because once you sit me, I'm thinking we're ready to go. Ready to go, nah, yeah. bro. Now, nah, but the labor laws in, in salons, we got to, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a different thing. Nah, no snitching, no snitching. <laughs> <You> no snitching. <laughs> God, those people really don't take lunch. 
No, my my mother does. I mean, not a proper For like a lunch. whole hour. Oh, no, nah, he was rude. That boy not yeah, playing. Yeah, ex-barber. Oh, no, yeah. well, you kind of still go back and forth because we got to get shape up. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, so who was the first person in your family? Honestly, it was nobody in my family. It was... It was um, me. It was, and I motivated family. you. <laughs> Nah. It was like if Sid can Sir, do read it. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, read a lot. Chill out. It was not you. Yo, yo you still uh, not that finished the book. Because I haven't. <laughs> so, until I finish. Get your reading game up. Um, <laughs> Get your speed up. No, I think it was just, it was, it probably was in college. It was, it was seeing people from my ethnicity having a different hair type. And I was just like, oh shit, like, you, like. How you did that? For them, it was like, what do you mean? Like, like I grew my hair out and I got braids and blah, blah, blah. And I got that. Yeah. But coming from someone that literally, before going to school, before having the opportunity to see life out there, it was just cut your hair, cut your hair. Keep it low, keep it low. Keep shade, it clean. Shade, shade. But yeah, it, I think it's, it's nice to see our older folks really embracing the younger generation of letting their hair out. And I think, yeah, when I have kids, I, I want them to explore their hair because I've not, I didn't get that opportunity. Being able to see the younger generation, like we said, not giving a F mm-hmm. about how they come into a room. And knowing, like, so, like, uh, they know themselves. Yeah, like, they do. And that's that's really. Or they they they're trying out. They're yeah. trying out different identities because I feel like you don't never fully know yourself. But yeah. Yeah. And let's see. I was gonna ask you another question. Do you feel sad when you see older family members trying curly or natural hair now? Like, oh. kind of like the question comes from like. I get what you're saying. Come on, like, damn, it took you this it's long right. like, to embrace it. You probably this. had so many years that you probably wanted to do it. And you probably had the same struggle that I had mm-hmm. of, like, getting family comments of saying, no, es, tu pelo está muy malo para eso. Ni lo, ni lo trate. <laughs> ni lo trate, yo, like, for real. Probably getting that. And then I see, like, I know um, my partner's mom, like, she recently started, like, doing, like, natural Mm-hmm. curls and she would look really nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like is, is it like do you feel sad or is it still like well better late than never like you're still happy like i don't know yeah i feel like it's a mixed emotion like better late than never but it's like um como te digo? how do i put it thinking back like i'm trying to like i'm literally picturing all my aunts and i don't think with the exception of one none of them have actually went natural mm. and I then my mom she said maybe when I was like 16 but she still gets blower every now and then and my mom has beautiful curls like they're just they're gorgeous I love I love when my mom does her curly um but she just doesn't like the work that mm. comes with it yeah um or like you know, she has to put it up in a pineapple and then she has to kind of like mist it. And then she's just like, ain't nobody got time when it's like seven degrees outside to mist your hair and go outside like that. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like, damn, you kind of got me thinking. Like, I really don't have that many folks in my family who are trying it. And I think yeah. it goes back to like, don't yuck my yum. Like, if it works for you, it works for you. And if it doesn't, that's not, I, like, I'm not going to push my agenda because 
it, on TikTok right now, there's a big trend of women who were natural for many years now going back to perming their hair. And I used to call it the creamy crack. Like, yo, that is an addiction that is hard to cut because, it's again, it just goes back to, like, it's just, it's, it's a different time-consuming thing of, like, oh, I could just wake up pass a comb, yeah. put it in a bun, out the door, or whatever the case may be. But I can't, like, just comb my hair. Like, right. I, there's, there's steps to it. So, although we're seeing a lot of progression, I feel like, I'm not going to say it's we're regressing because I think that's a conscious effort and choice that people are making, and they're also trying to learn how to do this in a less damaging way. What about you? Like, do you feel like your aunts are going... I'm seeing it a lot more mm-hmm. with my family and people that I know of. I see it a lot more. My partner walked into our Thanksgiving dinner or something. Her hair really curly at that time. And my grandma was just like amazed. She was like, ay, ¿y cómo, cómo tú te pusiste el pelo así? Yo tengo que saber. And <laughs> my, yeah, she was like, porque yo, yo, yo trato y, y no se me sale, no se me sale. So my partner got them a, a curl brush and she was so excited. My grandma was so excited um, and she actually uses it. So it goes, oh, yeah, and it goes back to that like community, mm-hmm. right? It, it's like having someone that um, is willing to help you in that process and, yeah. and tell you that it's okay. Yeah. Like, so like not, Having someone uh, tell you, like, oh, this is just my, like, that could have gone very sideways, right? Oh, that, my hair doesn't. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, 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 that would have been a different conversation. Like, Damn, babe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little aggressive. <laughs> it was a little aggressive. But, you know, having that community of, yeah, do it like this. Like, or this might work this for out. you. Like, yeah. and, and I think overall, I've seen it more on social media. Like, there's so many people that are creating that community for yeah. natural hair people. Like, I'm trying this. This might work out for you. I'm happy with that because yeah. before, it was it was tough. It was tough. It was very tough to, to be the first person in your family doing it. Try to take that leap of really just... Trying to be yourself, like we're trying we're trying to, to figure to, it out. As we're trying, we're no talking blueprints. about hair. That's pretty much what we wanted to. I'm about today. We definitely want to hear from y'all. Yes. Please write in the comments of whatever streaming services we're on: Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify. Please write some comments, engage with us. Like, what did we miss? What did we hit on the nail? What were we like completely off about? Or what do you agree or disagree? Like, we want to hear it all. So yeah, just drop a comment. We really yes. appreciate that. All right. Till next time, y'all. Peace.